small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me today, in the rock room, vaxxed and boosted, live and in person, please welcome my friend and author, Rebecca Phelps. Hello, Rebecca. Hello, Pat. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm happy to have you here because you have a, a new book coming out, the second in a trilogy. Now, you were on the show about a year and a half ago when the first book came out called Downworld. And uh, we did that via Zoom. So you weren't, you weren't really here. I never got to be in the cool room with the records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Um, yeah. What else am I going to say? That's <laughs> Everyone that comes in here always comments because I, I take it for granted because I see it. We just see it every day. It's well, just I don't room. know if your listeners understand. You have like all these amazing oh, no, record they, covers. They understand. I've okay. posted pictures. And they're all signed. Like it's really cool. Yeah, I have a, I have a stack that that aren't even up yet that are just like in frames and sitting in a pile. And I just, cause I have more space or I could tighten up a little bit yeah, and, and hang more, but I just, I'm just, it, yeah. it takes a lot. It's really neat. Like the wall behind you is it's locked in. Like nothing else can fit there. That's the yeah, most that I can possibly get. That's full. You have like a corner by the door. I have you a could corner by like the door. I can even more. take them the whole way to the floor. Even. Yeah, you could do that. That's true. But, um, I just haven't done it yet. I should, but I don't know when I got, so I just started the, just, Paste them on the back of the door. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. All right. So here we go. The book is called Yesterworld. Yes, it is. And it's coming out through Wattpad Books. Yes, it is. And what's the release date? December 6th. December 6th. Yeah. So when people are listening to this, that was two days ago. Yeah. So you still have time to go buy it. Go get it. And give it out for Christmas yeah. or Hanukkah. Barnes and Noble, Amazon, it, it, wherever books are sold. Wherever books are sold. Yeah. Where do you get your books? Do you like to go to a, a mom and pop bookshop and buy a book or do you just? I will say I do try to go to mom and pop bookshops. Mm. There's one in Los Feliz called Skylight Books that I mm. love. I really do try. I try to go to uh, Book Soup, but sometimes I just get them on my Kindle. I know you're not supposed to say that, but it's just but it's the so Kindle easy. is there. It's in your hand already. I know. And then you're like, click, click, and there click, it is. Click, and you start and you reading. You start reading. I know. Um, it, I mean, that's technology supposed to make things simple. I know, but then I feel like a bad, like a, I'm like, like a capitalist a, scum. <laughs> like, like a bad author. Yeah. Like, do you think Stephen King even owns a Kindle? No. No, he's all book. I think he still types on a typewriter, actually. Oh my God. Could you imagine Yes. That? Could you even imagine that? Uh, no, I can't. Like that scene in Misery where he's like typing his book, his novel, the one copy yeah, yeah. on a typewriter. And I, I watch that. I get like spilkies. I, I'm like, I start sweating in my palms. I'm like, should you maybe make a copy? Like, don't <laughs> I think, I mean, I think Lawrence Kasdan used to write on a yellow legal pad his scripts. Yeah. How would you even I don't keep know. it straight? He, well, he had a secretary. I think you, you hand it to the secretary mm, and then she okay. types it on a mimeograph. Or oh my God. How do you even get a co- I don't even know how you do it. It's just mind boggling. I don't know. I mean, I'm so paranoid now when I type like... At the end of every writing session, I save it to three different clouds. Mm-hmm. I save it to the C drive of my computer. Sometimes I just email it to myself. I'm paranoid of losing my work. <laughs> right. You, like you wouldn't think you could lose anything, but we've all lost something. You, all the time. All the time. And yeah. there are times I'm like uh, glad it's on the C drive because mm-hmm. sometimes I realize I didn't put the latest draft on the right cloud. And then it's like, okay, yep. well, it's okay. It's in my backup folder. 
I, uh, at one point, I was hired to write uh, on this uh, travel log show. It was, what was the, the woman who hosted? It was Laura McKenzie. But they would literally, they'd send me all the footage and then I would just like write the script. And, you know, I had like a, a template of what they wanted and what they, but I wrote this whole script and it just, it just disappeared. Like it just, yeah. like I couldn't find it. All of a sudden it was just like, oh my, what happened? And it was like, and it was like so crushing because I'm like, I have to do this all over and I don't even know what I wrote. It's the worst. I lost an entire script feeling. once and it was just, it was like I was submitting it for a contest and it was due in two days and I lost about 80% of that script. I cried and cried and cried and then you know what? I just stayed up all night and rewrote it. You just it. have to do it. Crying isn't good. I think I cried when I lost this thing yeah. too because I was like, well, I can either just say I I lost it and then not get paid. I'm just really crying because I lost. I'm losing. Yeah, gonna lose lost the, the money. money. Yes. Gonna lost the money. I don't care about the script. No, this is what you do for a living. Yeah, you need the money. I care about that? Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I did it. But I just to this day I don't know where it was and where it went. Yeah, the worst. I searched back in the floppy disk days. I'll probably find it sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Someday it'll I'll be go, there. Okay, what's this file? Oh, son oh, of a bitch. Shoot, I saved it as yep. like Tuesday socks. Like I, I just, <laughs> just saved it under this weird thing. Now let me ask you about the second in a trilogy. Yeah. Is this this is where all the dramatic heavy stuff does this end on a cliffhanger, kinda like Empire Strikes Back? A little yes. Yeah, this is my Empire this Strikes Back. This is your back. Empire Strikes That's Back. That's actually the perfect you know what I always say is because the book has time travel and everything, I mm -hmm. say it's kind of like the back to the future idea where you're just are we gonna go to the past, the right. future, where are we gonna go this time? So it is in a, a way a standalone book, the Esterworld, but at the same time it is very much the middle of a huge epic story. And was it the Downworld series, was it originally envisioned as a trilogy or were you just going to write one standalone book so, and let it happen? In book one, the character discovered, I, that's a little background. In the book one, the character follows this cute boy. It's a, it's a, these are young adult books for mm. you know teenagers. And so she's Why? a high school student. She's a young woman named, Latina, named Marina. She's like 16 at the beginning of the story. She follows her crush into the boiler room of the high school and there she discovers three doors marked yesterday today and tomorrow so book one is really a family saga she realizes that her brother who died three years before may not be dead he might be trapped behind the today door in another dimension she has to go and rescue him so it's very much the sort of family story it's a coming of mm -hmm. age story and it's a love trilogy where she has the crush but then there's also the young man who had been her brother's best friend who accidentally killed him and they reconnect and they have this really beautiful connection. So that's kind of book one. So now we're in Yesterworld. And I, it, I had envisioned it as a trilogy when I first thought of it. Okay. Um, but then when I wrote the first book, it's hard to sell a book, it turns it's out. It's hard to sell a book, it for sure. It took so many years to get that book published that I ended up moving on to other projects. I wrote screenplays. I wrote a whole other book, which is now going to go, you know, my agent is repping that one mm. now. Um, and then... I got this, you know, message that I had won an award because I stuck the first book, uh, Downworld, on a website, mm -hmm. web, web, Wattpad. It won a big award there. And then they said, hey, we started this publishing imprint. And we want to publish Downworld. That's nice. It's like, that's fantastic. Go for it. Here you go. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? If if the first book's going to get published, I'm going to go back to the original plan, which was to make this thing a trilogy. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were three doors. There was yesterday, today, and tomorrow. She only goes through today in book one. So right. it's always this idea of what's in yesterday, what's in tomorrow. So when I got the publishing deal on the first book, I put all my other work on hold, all the screenplays, the novel, the adult novel that I was mm -hmm. working on. I just put it on hold for two years. 
And I wrote Yesterworld, where they go through the yesterday portal into the past, and Everworld, where they go into the future. And that will be next year's. Nice. Yeah. And um, now, is there any movement uh, as far as, I mean, obviously, you would always want these to be made into something, a series or something. I mean, look, there's a ton, there's so much, there's a ton of good stuff streaming. Here's what I'm allowed to say. Okay. They're the the Wattpad books. They mm-hmm. Wattpad has they've been acquired by the South Korean company called Naver. They um, mm-hmm. also do webtoons, which is huge okay. in in South Korea. And there's so there's a lot of money. And they at the same time that they started a book imprint, they also started a production company called right. Wattpad Studios, which is now called Wattpad Webtoon Studios. Just because it's hard to say, I think they thought it was a fun thing to name a company. They have an option on the trilogy they like it very much i met one of the producers yesterday they're very excited about it this is all good stuff i I can say that it's it's moving along i don't think i'm allowed to say maybe you could say you could say like you never know you never know you never know they've had a lot of success with young adult romances this company they produced the kissing booth movies on netflix they produced all the after movies the anna todd movies which were huge they had a theatrical release they were also big on netflix they produced atraves de mi ventana which is through my window which is a huge uh spanish language in fact i think it was the number one spanish language you said that very well say that again a través de mi ventana. I met the author of that yesterday. She's lovely. Her name is Ariana Godoy, and she is Venezuelan, and she's wonderful. Um, all these authors are fantastic. They're all young and energetic, and they're so talented. It's so neat the people who are coming out of this company. So, and you're um, in the mix with all these I'm people. In the mix. You're I'm one of the one people. One of the people. You are one of the people. There you go. Anyway, so they've had a lot of luck with the romance stories. They have not yet uh, really had a had a sci-fi or a fantasy or or anything that isn't uh, romance. But there is romance in this too. There is a lot of romance. And actually, once we get into the second book, Yesterworld, it's really a love story. I mean, she, you know, the character, spoiler alert, she gets a little older. She turns 18 and Mm -hmm. this becomes a much more mature story. uh, And how old is she in this book? 18. She turns 18 in Yesterworld. She turns 18 in Yesterworld. So this is really a a much more adult book, Yesterworld. And I, it's a little hard because the first book was really appropriate for, you know, 13, 14, 15 year old kids. And this one is really not appropriate if you're not over 16. <laughs> okay. Um, but I wanted that to be the story. I wanted to have this coming of age story where when we meet her, she's young, she's 16 and she's, uh, her life has been kind of shattered since her brother died. Her family has fallen apart. So we're meeting this young woman at, in the first book who really is in a stuck place. She's stuck. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we go through these three books, she really finds her voice. She finds her love of math and science. She ends up going to MIT. She ends up becoming an engineer. She ends up falling in love. And so we just really get to see her become this young woman. And I loved being able to tell that story. Because you have um, you have a stepdaughter who's, okay. how old is the stepdaughter? 22. 22. So yeah. you've been around for her 18 years. Yes. When she turned 18 and everything. And then- yes. Uh, and then your daughter is how old? She just turned 12. 12, 10 so, years in yeah. between. So yeah. there's going to be uh, six years until she gets to the point uh, of, of her yesterworld. My daughter's too young to read these books. Yes. Yeah, which is fine because she doesn't care. My daughter's a ballerina. All she wants to do is spin. She doesn't Kids really- don't care what their parents do. <laughs> she doesn't care. Kids don't care. I, I don't know. E- if your dad's Steven Spielberg, I bet you don't even care. I don't think you do. He's no. like, whatever, dad. I don't think, in fact, I think he has a daughter who literally is has gone a very different way. They could so, care less. Yeah. I know. That's what that's what my parents do. I don't care. 
Yeah, I know. You'll never be cool to your kids. No, like, no, you're it's not tough. Cool. Nobody cares. No. <laughs> what? No, this is a real. This is, no, look, this is 375 pages. How long does it take? Oh, God. How long does it to take write? to write this book? Yesterworld didn't take that long because as soon as I. It took long to brainstorm what the book was. Mm -hmm. I was like, they go into yesterday and... And who do you brainstorm with? Is that just on your own? Just yourself. I mean, pacing, pacing and talking, listening to music. Do you bounce things off the hubby? A lot of the music that we're going to play today is music that I listened to that was like, oh, that's a scene. That's a scene in the book. Uh, But as soon as I knew, there were two things I wanted to do in this book. I wanted to have that Back to the Future moment where she goes back to when her mom was Mm -hmm. a teenager and she meets her own mom as a teenager. Okay. She and her mom have a really estranged, difficult relationship. And so I wanted her to meet her own mother as a teenager and have that weird trying to understand her and trying to understand where she came from. Mm -hmm. And then also um, they go back to World War II because the entire town that this trilogy is based in is a site of a former military base and that's why there's portals because there was a lot of nuclear stuff happening there in the 40s okay they go back to the 40s she and the very attractive young man who is the (laughs) other lead of this book go back to the 40s uh to try to stop the bomb from falling into the wrong hands and that was really fun to research this is a tv this is a tv show i know and i i do I think I can say that I, I do have faith that the TV show will happen, but I can't say anything well, else. We will be hopeful because it, that would be the coolest thing ever. I mean, it's got it's got time travel and portals and hot guys and come on the past and the atom bombs and science and beautiful it's people falling in love. It's got everything. It's got family saga. I like the trilogy. book cover too. This cover, I wish you guys could see this cover. It's you really should go good. on the website and see it. They made yeah. this beautiful. It looks like the Secret Garden. It's like a it really does green garden with this hidden red wooden door, like half obscured by ivy. And you're like, what is that door? When they showed yeah. me this cover, they showed me like five different mock-ups, and they were like, you know, this one, this one, this one. And I was like, guys, the door. You got to do one, the door. Guys. You got to do the door. It's got to be yeah. this one. And then what? I can't say anything, but next year's book, Forever World, oh my God, that cover. You've seen that one already. They showed it to me and I, no one else has seen it except me. And I'm dying to show it to people because it's so good. It's so cool. I think I asked you this before, but I'll ask again. When, uh, and it, this will be more about Downworld. When the box arrives at the house yeah. and you open up that box for your yeah. first book and you open it up, what's that feeling like? I mean, it's got to be... There's a video. You should go on my Instagram. When I, when I first got the uh, ARCs, which are the advanced reader copies for the first book, mm-hmm. and that box shows up and you open it and you see the book. And your name's on it and you see the cover. I cried just talking about it. You see your book with the cover and your yeah. name and there's a box full of them. And I mean, you can see it on my Instagram. It's from last March. I just started sobbing. Just yeah, cause sobbing. Because you, you can hold it now. It's a real I thing. I held it in my hands and my kids were there. My husband was there. And my kids were like, oh, there's a book! Of them, and I was like, I know, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Great, mom. And then they threw it away. Left. This year, I don't want to say I'm jaded, but when the box of Yesterworlds came, I was like, Oh, cool, it's here. <laughs> yeah, and then next year, you'll be like, You'll just throw it in the fire. Next year, I'll be like, Honey, can you bring us out the stairs? Can you throw it in the living room? Thank Take you. those to work and pass them out, honey. <laughs> See if see who well, wants that. The nice thing with my daughter being a ballerina, though, is she's always at the dance studio, mm-hmm. and there's all these teenage girls there. So I literally just brought books into the dance studio, like teenage girls. There you go, teenagers. Yeah. Here's a book. Tell your friends. Wait till wait till it's a TV show, and it says based on the the yeah. would it say novel or would it say book. What would it say? I think it would say based on the book series, uh, the Downworld series. series I yep. think because there's three of them. Yep. So, yeah, maybe. Yep, it's like Hunger Games. Just like me and Suzanne <laughs> Collins, we're tight. We hang out. Um, well, I, look, congratulations. I, I think it's amazing when anyone does anything creative and this thing is sitting in front of me and I can see it and it's real and you're here and we have music. 
Yes. So Let's play congratulations. Now, here's here's what happened. Okay. Um, you posted, uh, you kind of mocked up like your own right. version of Taylor Swift's Midnight's album. So this was a thing that went viral for like five seconds on Twitter is mm-hmm. Taylor Swift first released the cover for Midnight's, yeah. but she didn't tell anyone what the track titles no. were. It just said track one, track two, track yes. three. So everyone on Twitter was like, I have this great idea. I'm going to post a mock-up of it with the track titles being like my life story. Yeah. And I saw that and I was like, oh, I have an idea. So I did one and instead, you know, like on the cover, it's her staring at like a lighter. At the yeah, candle. yeah, yeah. It's me blowing out <laughs> a light, a, a, the, the lighter, lighter. Yeah. with this like, woo, I'm blowing it out look on my face. And then the track titles are all the themes of Yesterworld. So I said, this is great. So when we have you on the show, I want you to pick songs that relate to the themes that you put Yes. On this album cover. Yeah. All right. I don't know if I explained that well, but. It is. So there's what? I think there's 10 songs. I think there's 12. Uh, 12. 12 songs. I'm sorry. There's yeah, 12. There's yeah. 12 songs. And then I have some nonsense mixed in Fantastic. too. Fantastic. I love nonsense. Um, well, let's get started. Okay. And then you're going to tell us how these relate. Like, so, okay. so the first thing I see is it says sci-fi. Yes. Colon. Yes. So. Tell me, what's why sci-fi? I don't know if this song is the sci-fi song, but right. um, these books are a little hard to categorize because they're really a they're really a love story and a family story and a so just a story of self-discovery. Mm. But there's portals to other dimensions, so they are very much marketed as sci-fi, and it that is that's sci-fi, you know. But I think sometimes people hear sci-fi, they think like this is going to be on Mars. This is not right. on Mars. This is on Earth. Um, the first song I picked was Missing by Bruce Springsteen for a couple of reasons. The first is that it's such a good song. And I think it's an unknown song of his. That's yeah, it's, so, a, it's, it's a deep, deep. Uh, it's a deep. Thank you. Deep I feel dive. cool that I knew an, a deep dive yeah. Springsteen. Um, and at the beginning of Yesterworld, at the end of the first book, Marina, our main character, makes a bunch of sacrifices in order to save her brother, in order to restore everybody else's reality. But in the process of doing so, she ends up on another timeline where no one knows who she is. She's Her family does, but her, she and her brother, like they really don't know each other. He was raised far apart in this new reality. The guys that she had a crush on, the guy she had a crush on doesn't know who she is. And uh, the boy that she really was falling in love with, Kieran, who was her brother's best friend, Mm -hmm. he doesn't know her. They weren't raised together in this reality. So she's alone. She is alone. And she is really in the stuck place of she's tempted to go back into the portals and fix this Mm because she's so lonely and she misses her loved ones so much. But she doesn't want to mess up everyone else's newly fixed reality. So this is where we start our, our story. All right. Let's drop into Missing by Bruce Springsteen. There's a chill in the air When the kitchen my cigarettes were lying there Jacket hung on the chair the way I left it last night Everything was in place Everything seemed all You were missing, missing. I mean, obviously, the word to describe it is haunting. Yes. Yeah. And this was before he did the Philadelphia soundtrack. Like, this was sort of his precursor to, like. Yeah, I believe you are correct. Yeah. 
Um, it certainly isn't Dancing in the Dark. No, it's not. But, you know, one of my favorite albums of his is the Nebraska album. And I know a lot of people hate it, but it's just like it well, takes that would you fit, on this That would fit right in with all those songs, for my sure. My new book that I'm writing is more of an adult drama, mm. and I've just been listening to that Nebraska album over and over again. Well, you're going to want to kill yourself. You're going to want to jump out it's the window. It's pretty sad, but it's giving me so many ideas. <laughs> all right. That's good. That's good. Because <laughs> it's like Lost Americana. It's like the whole, that's what the new book is. So it's now, perfect. I told Rebecca I would pick some songs too, but I, yeah. I took a very lazy approach. So <laughs> I would just go in my iTunes library and I just typed in the word sci-fi. Yes. And so- What did you find? I love it. I found a song from Electric Light Orchestra from 2019 called Sci-Fi Woman. Let's hear it. <laughs> so let's do, do it. Do it. All right. Come on, play. Here we go. I'll do it. the song's about i don't know is that a new elo song yeah it's still uh, making music yeah 2019 it's now called jeff lynn's elo but i mean he was kind of always yeah secretly just kind of him yeah with the touring band but yeah wow (laughs) i i liked that though okay i didn't know if that was a wow that's not good i'm like wow i can't believe they're still well kind of making music yeah kind of making music so fantastic there was my lazy pick and a a lot of them are uh, late not late i mean i did the work Oh, yeah, of course. I just didn't think, you know, I'd let the iTunes do the work for me. I didn't do my homework at the last minute. Yeah. I totally did. I never do that, always. <laughs> All right, next up is, now I couldn't, I did not find a song for this, Portals. Portals, I picked Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd Such for a, a couple great song. of reasons. One so is it's good. my favorite. It's one of my favorite Pink Floyd. It's hard to pick a favorite Pink Floyd. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. It might be my favorite. It, it's hard to top that because really, it was such a personal song for yeah. them. When you know the story behind it, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh my God, this is heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of the same as Missing, where it's just, this is where she's at at the beginning of the story, where she's just missing her friends and she can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. So she wishes they were here. She wishes they were there. Here we go. So, so you think you can tell heaven from hell, blue skies from pain. Can you tell a green field? Sometimes I just want to hear the whole song. I can't fade I it down, but you have to. 
I'm sorry. I made you listen to 20 seconds of a Pink Floyd. Like you have to be in the, you have to spend the entire night listening to Pink Floyd. Yeah. You can't just <laughs> jump in for 30 seconds no, of Floyd. That doesn't work. <laughs> um, let me see. Did I pick one for this? No, that's Portals. I did not have one for that. Okay. So by the way, we are drinking, uh, we're drinking, uh, Mango margarita in a can. Yeah, cut water, mango margarita in a can. Now, I went to the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony two weeks ago. Okay. And my friend Christy Stratton and I drank uh, margaritas out of a can. These same, the, not the mango one, we drank the lime one. Uh-huh. But uh, what do you think? How is, is, is it? It's, I gotta say, when you said margarita in a can, I was like, this is gonna be disgusting. But this is not disgusting. It's not too bad. I actually dig it. I think it's good. Okay. I'm gonna open mine because I brushed my teeth right before you Rebecca got here and I had to. You know, I, it tastes like a fresh mar- mango margarita. Uh, I'm a fan. Go. Here we go. Yeah. There we go. That's ASMR right there for you guys. It's right in the microphone. <laughs> right in it. All right. Now, now I'm going to drink it real gross. What? That was disgusting. Mm. No. No one wanted oh. to hear that. Oh, delicious. If you're going to eat or drink on, uh, on mic, you might as well make it gross. Yeah, go for it. All right. Next up. And okay. I think, I think I do have a song for this. Some nonsense. Change, is it change the past? Change the past. Yeah. And, and you picked. This is actually a song originally written and performed by Tears for Fears. Yes, it is. I did not know this version, even though it comes from the Hunger Games. I, so Lord re-recorded "Everybody Wants to Rule the World" for a Hunger Games soundtrack, mm-hmm. and it's a really neat version. It's really I like Lord neat. a lot. And, um, but like, so spoiler alert, they do change, they go into the past. I don't know if I don't want to give too much of the plot away, but right. you, still, alert, you want them to read it. Yes. Yeah. They do go into a door, uh, and they, she is compelled to go through the door because she realizes something has gone wrong in the far past. Okay. And this is everybody wants to rule the world by yeah, Lord. The Lord. And mentioned. the only way you'll know that it's, it's, I mean, the, once you hear the lyrics, you'll go, Hey, I know there's lyrics, but it, it does not sound at all like tears for fears. No, it does not. Here we go. Turning back Even while we sleep We will find you Acting on your best behavior Turn your back on Mother Nature Everybody wants to really cool so cool yeah and it kind of fits if you you know in the book there's a lot of like who will get the bomb who will control the world who will there's a little bit of that alternate world war ii history um and so that is sort of a recurring theme of just the abuse of power that comes with being Mm -hmm. able to go into portals and all of these people grappling with wanting to fix things that are broken but also understanding that that is just a really dangerous game like when when do you stop when is it fixed enough how do you keep the time travel stuff oh boy. together? Because you, if there's a movie about time travel, it's sometimes it's hard to get your head around. Wait a minute, hold on a second. And you know, this was a little hard. The door to yesterday was hard because the repercussions of every change just ripple out and, yeah. and butterfly out. The nice thing is, I put this book before I published it. I put it on Wattpad, and it was read by like a 
bunch of beta readers, basically, on okay. Wattpad. And all over the world, these young people read it. And every now and then they'd be like, well, that doesn't make any sense because of the thing you said in book one on page 12. And I was like, oh, shoot. Uh, yeah, I, I did that on purpose. Hold on while I fix it. Yeah, but that's good then. Then you can fix so, it and it, it'll be cohesive. It's really hard. When I finished this trilogy, I was like, I will never write time travel again. Never. It is so hard. And I love it. But you really do like every little going through it with my editor where she was just brilliant. She was just like, what about this? You, you What about this thing you said over here? And does this make sense given this other reality that you made up? And I was like, Jesus, that's a really good point. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm looking up. I want to find out when Back to the Future came out because I want to I have to do 1985. Some, 1985. Or six. Okay. It, it may have come out in 86, but it was set in 85. Yeah, it says 85. It does say 85. Yeah. It came out in 85. OK, so how many years ago is that? How many years oh, ago gosh. was 1985? Do you want me to math? math? 15 plus 22 is 37. It's 37. Okay. Is yeah. it? It seems like it's more than that. Uh, no. No? No. You sure? What's 15 plus 22? 30, 37, right? Am I doing it wrong? No, you're I've right. had a little you're bit right. of this margarita right. at this No, point. you're right. Okay, so it's, uh, you said it was how, 37 years ago? Yeah. Okay, so my my parents are both 80. I'm gonna, they're 86, but I'll round okay. up to 87 to do easy math. So yes. when Back to the Future came out, they were 50. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And here's here's what happened when my parents at 50, and that's not old. No. They went to see Back to the Future and they left uh, in the middle. <gasps> and when they got home, I was like, you're home early from the movie. Yeah. Oh, we didn't like it. I'm like, well, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, how do you not like the movie that everyone They were is... exactly the right age, yes. too, because he goes back 30 years to yeah. when your parents yes. were 20. Yes, Here's what my mom says. And they've heard, I've told this on the show before, but you don't know it. My mom says, ow, when he, went, when he went back to the future and fell in love with his mother, that's how she put it. That's yeah. not really what happened. The mother had a crush on it. But she goes, yes. then my mom says, that could never happen. I'm like, oh, you mean the DeLorean? They make a DeLorean into a time machine. That that could never happen. Yeah, like, you had no problem my, with that part. My, no, they don't. My parents have no like fun or like fantasy or like yeah. any of that. Like they couldn't just go with it. I, to, I love that movie, man. That oh, script is so it's tight. Tight. It There's is no fat in that script. No. Oh. But man, my parents. It's a good I thing know. they don't write Except movie for reviews. Everyone but your parents. Everyone, really, but really everyone, liked it. everyone, everyone likes it. Every okay. single person. Can't find anyone that says they don't like Back to the Future. We should have Robert Zemeckis on just to tell him, like, oh you know, God. dude, I'm sorry. He would. Hopefully, he would laugh. <laughs> okay, so change the past yes. is where we are, and we just played uh, Lord. Lord. Yeah. So I'm going to play some nonsense from 1997. This is Aerosmith. This is Kiss Your Past Goodbye. Okay. All right. I love Aerosmith. Go for it. No, this is nonsense. I love it though. I love nonsense. My parents do not like nonsense. Fathers keep us losers We down on 42nd Street All barefoot children crying My oh my I watched you on the avenue While other men were having you I think that you should let your cage bird fly And kiss your past goodbye Kiss your past <laughs> Steven Tyler. 
He, uh, he I need that voice. He performed at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction two weeks ago uh, with Eminem. Nice. He only came out and sang, like, he only sang, like, Dream on, yeah. dream on, dream until your dreams come true. R- literally, he sang that line. Oh, And okay. that's it. And he sounded amazing. He looked amazing. He killed it. Yeah. And people Why didn't went he crazy. sing more? Because I think, I think in the Eminem song, Eminem samples just that. Oh. And so Steven just came out and sang that part live. I get it. I get it. It was cool. Oh, God. He's still, that voice. I know, right? I mean, it was like him, what, in the 80s? It was him, Axel. Like, who else mm. was singing like that? Guys with those voices, I don't know yeah. if, you, if you hear that these days. And you know it's coming too. It's like right here, yeah. and then you just know it's going to build, he's and he's just going to break. Gonna, yeah, he's yeah, going to belt that high note. And you're like, God, that guy can yeah, sing. Just amazing. Um, do you remember? What, what was like? Was the last time I saw you when we were at your house yes, for Stefan's birthday? I got food poisoning, and I did too. Oh God, did you? Yeah, we both. Yes, did. I heard. Like the next day, though, but we didn't eat the same thing. I don't know. It was so weird. And then Stefan didn't get it, and neither no, did Pilar. No. But you and I got it. And it was, I think it was the cake. I'm not going to, I love this bakery, so I'm not going to say their name, but I think there was something in the cake. Sarah Did you Lee. Eat the it cake? was Sarah Lee. It was not Sarah Lee. It was a really <laughs> good bakery. Did Host, you eat the it was cake? Hostess. Uh, I did eat the cake. Okay, because I. Did Stephanie fine, eat the cake? Like, we had sushi for dinner, so you would think it was the sushi. Yeah, but, but I, I didn't eat fine. sushi. No, you didn't eat the sushi. I was fine after dinner, had a bite of the cake, and I mean, like the worst food poisoning I've ever yeah. had. Yeah. Yeah. It felt terrible. I know. Did Stefan not eat the no. cake? He, I think he did eat the cake, but he's I don't not know a what cake happened. person. I, I have don't no know. idea what it was. Fine. Yeah, and Pilar was fine. That's annoying to me. That is because annoying. It was, I like, was you either sick. want everyone to get it. I mean, you don't really no, want, everyone want anyone to get, to get it. No, I didn't want anyone to get it because that was the. But it's annoying when two good. get it. We didn't eat this. Like, if you and I ate the same thing. No. Oh, we ate the beef and broccoli. That's what we both had. Well, we both got sick. Something in that cake. I don't know. But that was, it was a fun night until then. It was a fun night until then. That went, how long ago was that? It was Stefan's birthday. It was October. It was last October. It was a year. Yeah. Over we year. haven't, no, wait, there had to be, was there something that we never, we haven't seen each other for that long in person? We must have seen each other. I feel like it. No, we did because the Australian came and we had a pool party at your house. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. There you the go. The Australian, what's his name? You know, the guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Scott Youpshire. Scott. He's yeah. not Australian. He's American, and then he moved to Australia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah. This is, he was back to visit. There the, you go. This is fun for people. <laughs> yeah, they they want to know. They want to know. They want to know if we They want to know if we have a relationship. This if is we the know kind of friends that Pat and I are, though, where it's like, yeah. remember that time yeah. eight years ago? When we threw up <laughs> in your house. That didn't happen. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, another cool cover you picked. I, I picked two good covers because they were both really cool. Um, I picked Wicked Game, but by this, I've never heard of her before. Her name is Ursine Volpine. So I like, yeah, wolf, I can't even pronounce it. Volpine is wolf-like, so I don't know. She's like a, and then Ursine is, what does that mean? That's like Latin too. Anyway, she did a cool cover of Wicked Game. The Chris Isaac song. The Chris song. Isaac song. And this goes with your. This is with the fall in love theme. Fall so in love So she falls theme. in love with the, the bad boy who at first you think, oh, I hate this guy. And then he. For me, he grew on me. I hope he grows on people. He he really, really grew on me, this character. I actually fell in love with him as I was writing his character. All right, here's Wicked Game by Ursine Volpine. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Tough to say. The world was on fire and no one could save me by Strange what desire will make foolish people do I never dreamed that I'd meet somebody like you And I never dreamed that I'd Somebody like you I wanted to see what she was going to do with this part. She's got an amazing voice. Really amazing. crazy to me when you hear an artist like her where like I've never heard of her I don't know who she no. is and she has the best voice I'm like why are you not the most famous person ever the music business is so tough I don't know how anyone I breaks through in music anymore I, I just don't get it I really it. legitimately don't know how you break through I, it, um, it feels like the most impossible thing when you hear a voice like that and you're like okay why are you not Adele yeah. I don't understand why are, yeah, like, exactly. the notes I mean, you just hit are you kidding me I gotta be honest she sounds better than Lord so you know what I mean. I love Lord because she's yeah. a very distinctive. Voice. Yes. when you hear yeah. Lord saying, you're like, "That is Lord." Yeah, I get it. but you're like, "How did Lord break through?" And this person hasn't yet. Doesn't mean they won't. And I love. Yes, I think Lord had. A, she was really young, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, "She's a wonderkind." People yeah. love wonder in, in writing too. People are always looking for the 19 year old who mm-hmm. can write the well, brilliant book. And I'm like, guys. I got to tell you, you can't write this book at 19. You just can't. You can't. You don't have the life experience. Here's the thing about music, though, Rita likes this artist named Claro. Okay. And uh, she would play Claro in the car on the way to school. And it didn't really grab me. It's fine. Didn't really grab me. So she said, Dad, Claro's coming to the Greek theater. And I was like, Claro's coming to the Greek? Well, that's, I think that venue's a little too big for Claro. Claro (laughs) needs to scale down a bit. So I got tickets. We got real good tickets. We got lucky. Um, And the Greek theater sold out. Wow. And I was like, what? What's going on? Who is this chick? Who is this Claro? Yeah. And then, amazing live. Like, won okay. me totally. I'm like, this is not what I'm hearing okay. on the in the studio. This is amazing. Yeah. She was amazing. And a great performer, a great singer. The band was terrific. Had a horn section, violin, all this stuff going on. And people were going crazy for it. And I'm like, okay, well, I just, I'm, I don't know where this I've is coming from. I've never heard of her. I never to heard of her. A lot right. of music, and I've never Claro. Heard of her. With a yeah. K or a C? C L A I R O. Like, that's a nickname. I think her name's Claire something, but Claire. Right, right. But she goes by Claro. Never heard of her. That's yeah. wonderful. Good for her. Yeah. And it was, a, it was an amazing show. And it was really Rita's first full concert experience. So it was fun to, yeah. to be there with her. Okay. So. Fall in Love. Yes. Boy, I went with a cheesy song from 1991. Let me hear it. From Eddie Money. Rock and Peace, Eddie oh Money. Oh, my God. This is called Fall in Love Again. I love Eddie Money. I'm not, I'm, I don't even, it's not even like ironically. I just love him. Here we go. Fall in Love Again. Fall in Love Again. 
looking for a brighter tomorrow Hoping that the wind and rain is clean Laying down by the river <laughs> Wearing out my old blue jeans So many things have come comes it's building Eddie money Eddie money <laughs> um it's funny they had a reality show called real money before he passed yeah. and uh his wife always seemed like younger than him. I thought like she was way younger than him. And then I looked it up. They were like two years apart. Wow. And they had five kids together. And I'm like, I was, I'm like, that's awesome. Age appropriate. Yeah. Cause you know, usually that guy wants, you know, super young. Yeah, of course. You know, and, uh, your name is like, Eddie money. You need to have a trophy wife. <laughs> I know you need to have a trophy wife. So, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, what, uh, I'm taking you away from your family tonight. What are they doing on a Sunday oh, night? Oh, uh, Luna's dancing. She's rehearsing The Nutcracker. All right. Because we're opening that. Uh, my book comes out on December 6th, which is a Tuesday. Yeah. That weekend, we're all in The Nutcracker. Yeah, you know what's more important that weekend. I know. Nutcracker. It is. It's true. Like, my book is like an afterthought to the fact that we're all doing The Nutcracker. What if you? Were, what if parents were like kids, where kids don't care what their parents are doing? What if you go, I don't care about your plan. I'm not even going. <laughs> Um, I'm actually in the Nutcracker. You're in the Nutcracker. What I are am. you doing? Because you, I'm not uh, dancing. And I'm I'm wearing a, a, a dress, and I'm one of the parents in the opening scene. Do you have a line? I have no lines. I You're don't like dance. an extra. I'm an extra. I'm an ex- All right. yes. I'm a glorified extra in the Nutcracker. My All son right. is a soldier, <laughs> and my daughter is a rat and a snow fairy and a oh god, she has like four parts. What else is she doing? She's doing a bunch of parts. That's and they're and they're so into it at that age. Yeah. She's a, my daughter's become a very, very, very good ballerina. She's That's good. Really working hard on it. Yeah. So like when little girls say, when I grow up, I want to be a ballerina, it can happen. Luna literally wants to be a ballerina. And, it, and if, with, you know, a lot of people say that you're like, oh God, really? Like, do you want a backup plan? But with her, I'm like, you know what? Go for it. Yeah. Maybe there's always, there's yeah. people break you through. 12 pounds and you can jump through the sky. Do it. Go for it. <laughs> Does she weigh 12 pounds? She's pretty light. Yeah. She's pretty light. All right. And how's that? Uh, how's that son of yours? He's funny. He's great. He's my great. son is brilliant. I love my son. He's he's a neat kid. He's he's a good. I mean, they're both good. Yeah, they're no, both they, they're both cool. Like you know, no favorites. The kids are cool. There's yes. no favor. There's no favorites. Yes. That's you what know. people say. They go. They say, well, when you have a second one, what if what if, you, what if you don't love them as much as the first one? It just it's, it's just not even different. a thing. You it know, just you happens. have two kids. You yeah. love them both more than anything in the world. Yeah. But they're just totally different. Totally people. different. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. All right, moving on to the subheading of Enemies to Lovers. Yes, this is where the book gets a little spicy. All right. Yeah. I picked War of Hearts uh, by this, another singer. I had never I, heard I of I can't pronounce Ruel. this either. Ruel? Ruel. I found her on the internet. All right. As you do. On TikTok? I, it was some, I think I was looking for a compilation of like, what's a mm. good song for this part? And again, this song just was like, this is a great song. Talented singer. Never heard mm-hmm. of her. The music industry is just... This is like the unofficial soundtrack to this Yesterworld. Is, yes. If you played all these songs back to back, like this is 
when 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 the TV show, I'm knocking on wood. When yeah. the TV show happens, not the songs I've been playing, just no, the songs that Rebecca's they picked. They will this play is, these songs. All right, so this is called War of Hearts from yeah. 2015. Yeah. Ruel is how we're saying it. I think. Yeah, I don't know. It's R U E L L E, but you don't know how people pronounce their name. You never no, know. No, you never know. Here we go. War of Hearts. song yeah i had to pick that one because the lyrics were just like yeah that that pretty much sums it up right there doesn't it are you a 15 year old girl because all these songs other than springsteen are very much like you're you know putting a lot of black eyeliner and you're in your bedroom with a black light weird at this point in my life as a mom like just a woman in the suburbs with two kids writing about like teenage angst because i was this person were you an angsty teenager very angsty i was always in love with a guy he never (laughs) loved me back always (laughs) but this was a long time ago and Mm -hmm. so dipping back into this has been an interesting experience but my new work is kind of adult because i was just like i can't i can't can't. be this angsty 15 year old like i can't go back there anymore i i have to put her to bed did you uh did you ever crush on the bad boy were you always Always. black leather jacket Yes. Is Stefan the bad boy? I don't know. No. He's not I grew a bad out boy. of this yeah. phase because they never, they were never really that indie. Like the, the bad boy with the leather jacket, they're cute. And they're stupid though. They're kind of idiots. They're kind of dumb. And they're surrounded by girls who are in love with them. Yeah. So like literally you go up to say hi to them and you realize there's five other girls all walking up to them yeah. at the same time. And you're like, oh, this is ridiculous. Yeah. You realize that now. Yes. And you feel pathetic all the time. So, yeah, I, I no longer want. Now I'm happy to be with my amazing husband. <laughs> Stefan. Gorgeous and a grown up. And he's funny. Yeah. He's, he's a great writer. He's tall. He's, so he's tall. Hey, easy with the tall <laughs> stuff. Easy with the tall. Um, what was I going to ask you? Oh, so are your parents still with us? Yes, they are. Thank God. So what um, what do they think of this? Would they would they rather that you have done some, be a nurse or are they happy for this success like when you send this book to them are they like thrilled with thrilled. it very happy you have to and this is my third career i was an actress mm-hmm. uh i came out to la when i was 20 21 to be an actress yeah and then that you know spoiler alert i didn't become a huge uh, what? famous actress i don't know uh I, I i worked a little but it never got to the next level so it's then, very difficult it's so hard although now it's i realize that acting difficult. in la is easier than all my other careers <laughs> then i was a screenwriter for a decade mm-hmm. i wrote a bunch of screenplays right. and got some options and got some traction and they just never got made. Well, here's the thing though you have those yeah. so if this thing gets made into a series people are going to come to you and they're going to say 
what else you got? Yes, they will. And, and you're going to go, I a, got all this stuff. Uh, and this is a good, it's a really, so it's, it's good. a fantastic time because yes. yeah, the novel writing was something I did because my kids were babies mm-hmm. and I was like, what can I do while they're taking naps? I, what mm-hmm. can I do in the morning? So I started writing novels um, and thank goodness got this three book deal. Yeah. So now that my agent is out with my adult stuff, I, I'm hoping everything will hit at once. I'm hoping that yeah. the books are coming out, the new stuff will sell. But you know, it's, it's. It's still, the it's always never goes the way you think. It no, was. no, never, ever, ever. No. Well, let me tell you this. I would just throw this out there because you don't know this yet. Um, yesterday was my month anniversary of being a Trader Joe's employee. Fantastic. Yeah. Now this comes back to your parents being proud of you. Yeah. My parents never cared about anything that I did in this business or this podcast or when I story produced for you or when I was a stand-up comedian for six years full-time. They think this Trader Joe's thing is the most amazing thing in the world. Really? Yeah. Like that's, they're like, are there benefits? Are there benefits? Are there yeah. benefits? I know. And there are. Because it's a steady job. It's a steady job. And, and they know, don't. You and, and I, we have not lived the look, steady job kind right. of life. And my the parents that walked out of Back to the Future don't, they can only understand, you get paid, when do you get paid? Every week or every two? You get paid every two weeks and benefits? That's what they understand. I'll tell you this too. Rita is taking a gap year from college. Her and I both got hired Fantastic. at Trader Joe's. And so we're working together. And it oh, is okay. so much fun. Yeah. So anyway, that's what that's what my and this was always the plan. Like yeah. when the kids graduated high school, because I was stay at home dad, house husband, and do all whatever I wanted to do. Uh, but yeah, now it's um, I gotta tell you, we're having a blast. I'm so glad. It's the nicest group of people I've ever worked with. I'm so glad. Ever that's great. So. That's what that's what's happening right now in the life of parents Pat. like the steady job. They, they love the steady job. They really, you know, Stefan is also my husband's a writer. He's a yeah, does TV. Creative. It's all gig to gig. It's the gig to gig life. It's gig to gig. It's difficult. His mom was never happier than when he first got out of college. He took a job for the government, like as an auditor or something. <laughs> oh my he God. hated it. Like he hated of course, it. But they don't care if but you hate she it. She was so excited. He had a steady job yeah. for the government. Like my my sister is a recruiter uh, for Penn State University. And my mom goes, hey, your sister just got, when she got this job, my mom goes, hey, your sister has a really good job. She just got this job. It's a really good job. And I said, does she like the job? And my mom goes, it's got benefits. It's a really good job. And I'm like, yeah, I'm from the place of, do you like the job? You can't spend your life being miserable. You just can't. I know. And so that brings me to Trader Joe's. I really like it. And so does Rita. Let me tell you this. And then we're going to continue. Yeah. I've just turned the show on to me. No, no. Two weeks ago, Rita is in Disneyland with her two best friends for her best friend Garrett's birthday. Yeah. In Disneyland. I'm working at Trader Joe's. She's in Disneyland. Yeah. She texts me from Disneyland and she says, how's work? Who's there? Because we've met a hundred new friends. Yeah. There's over a hundred people that work at the store. And so we've just met all these people and we're like that's kind of cool that's great so anyway i'm so glad you're getting to do yeah. that with your daughter that's awesome yes that's that's the thing that's like yeah like i'll be doing whatever i'm doing at the store and i'll look over and she's on the register and it's just like oh my kid oh we work here together that's and nice. when people find that out because everyone doesn't know in the store yet but when they they were like wait a minute he's your dad or the or that's your daughter they're like what the heck so yeah it's kind of cool all right 
That's fantastic. We are on Enemies to Lovers. I found yeah. a song that's called Enemies. What and is it's, it? It's, Who wrote it? Who, who's it? It's, it's, uh, it's my friend Ricky Warwick. He's the lead singer of a band called Black Star Riders, which leans on, um, they're hard rock. They're like a hard rock band. But his solo stuff isn't hard rock. It's more acoustic based, awesome. kind of. So this is called Enemies. So shout out to Ricky Warwick. Let's play it. Everybody's talking for all the wrong reasons. Everybody's praying, but God don't believe them. Everybody's different, but I could be changing. Everybody's younger, while well, I've started aging. Say I told you so When you're lying all alone at night you know Here's to your enemies Enemies I love it Be sure that you wish them I didn't write it, but thank you. Yeah, no, it's, he's got like a Dylan kind of Yeah, he does, but, if, but then if I play the hard rock stuff, you're going to be like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, now the next song you picked is from one of my favorite bands. One of Heim. my favorite. This is one of my favorite. Oh songs my god! From one of my favorite bands. They're so much fun. Yeah. They're fun. They're fun personally. They're fun on stage. Yes. They're just the and whole. They're nice Jewish girls. They're nice Jewish girls. They're from the valley. Yes, from the valley. They're from the valley. Yeah. Heim. Heim. This is now I'm in it by Heim. And this goes with the. Uh, this goes with live with yourself. Yes. So the theme here is live with. So after the she falls in love with the man that she mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have fallen in love with, she, it hurts other people that mm-hmm. she's in this relationship and she has to live with it. All right. Yeah. Now I'm in it. This is from 2020 women in music part three. Here we go. Now I'm in it. an interview with them i don't know the sisters names but the, it's esty esty and then there's alana like, yep yeah, mm-hmm, and the other one danielle maybe i think anyway one of them was suffering from some pretty bad depression i think the esty one of one of the one of the girls okay and this song is about her realizing that she's just in this spot that she can't get out of mentally mm-hmm. and trying to um figure out how she's supposed to get out of it yeah. Did she get out of it? I think so. Like, you know, it's got a great, great video that goes with this. And it's like her sister's literally picking her up like on a gurney yeah. and carrying her to try to get help. And they're so close. They're so close. The sisters are yeah. so close. Yeah. 
Did you see the movie Licorice Pizza? I did see the movie Licorice Pizza. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. I didn't like it. I thought the acting was great. Yes, that's what I wanted. I that's what I wanted to talk about though. I wanted to talk about the acting. My first job in LA was was being an extra in Boogie Nights. So that was my first All right. So whenever there's a Paul Thomas Anderson, I'm like, I'm in. Let me go see it. You gotta watch it. No, but the acting was so naturalistic. Is that a word? Yes, it is. Like I was like and Philip Seymour Hoffman's son is a That was his ha- first acting gig yes. and that was her first like other than she, being in music not videos. An actress. No, they were be- beautifully cast. They were great acting. They the were cinematography, great. the shit, everything about it. Like I can't believe they weren't nominated for acting academy I awards. I think that kid has a great he, he has a great yeah. future ahead of him. I mean just Yeah, but the movie the movie's kid. problematic. The movie is so and I hate that word cuz usually I'm like, "Oh, I don't usually care. Like, I don't get offended. I'm like, whatever. Tell me your story. Right. I'm not offended. But this was a story about when she was 25 and he was 15. Yeah. I guess the only, I guess the only thing is like, they don't, they don't sleep together. I don't care. I know. It's I did, no, because if you flip it, if you flip it and it's a 25 year old. No. With, I, we and, kept saying stuff and I were watching. We're like, if this was the gender reverse. Yeah. You're like, ew. You're Ew, like, fuck no off. one would think no. this was cool. No, no, get out of my house. Yeah. You're not seeing coming to see my daughter. Yes. Are you fucking kidding no, me? It's disgusting. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, it's disgusting. I, but I just wanted yeah. to talk about like I thought uh, Alana Heim was really good, and Fantastic. he was great. No, the acting the, was great. The, the acting. I, I kept thinking, gosh, I wish these kids were in a different story because I yeah. they're wonderful actors. Yeah, because I didn't really care for the story. No. Yeah. I know. So, all right. So the song I picked for the theme of Live With Yourself, I found a tube song. I don't even think I've, I, it's in my iTunes library, but I've never even heard it. Okay. It's called How Can You Live With Yourself? Okay. From the tubes. Yeah. And I'm sure the road from now to then Yeah, I mean, usually when I think of the tubes, you don't think of like a ballady thing like that. No, so that, that was, was pretty great. Beautiful. That's from the album Genius of America from 1996. So okay. I might have to I might have to listen to that album this yeah, week. Yeah, honestly, I really dug that song. Yeah, that was great. And I love that. You know, I love it when rock and roll guys are like, "I'm going to reflect on my life." Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the lead singer of the Tubes has been on this show twice, oh, Fee awesome. Wable. So he was a pretty cool guy uh, because. One of the questions I asked him was like, you know, no offense, but how do you, how do you make a living? You, you guys don't tour enough. And so he, um, he was a real estate manager for like properties, like, you know, like, um, like strip malls and stuff. The one thing I've learned is that almost everybody has a day job. Yeah. Almost everybody. Yeah. Unless you're at the top, top, top. Now look, I am I am I am uh, currently a Trader Joe's employee, yeah. but I continue to do this podcast for my creative life, and I have been invited to do two live shows at a thing called Pensacon yeah. in Pensacola, Florida, 
and my guests will be Lorraine Newman. Okay, yes. And, and the other show will be Marky Ramone, drummer from the Ramones. The Ramones. So it's there like you, um, you can do, you can you can be creative yeah. and do other things. You know, and you, you have can, to. And you have, and you to, have to. Because yeah. unless you're making a lot of money at right. whatever your thing yeah, yeah, yeah. is, you have a job. I have four jobs. Yeah. I have so many jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And I consider raising the kids to be one of those jobs because that is a full-time job. If it's a full-time job. But I also, I, I do post-production work. Yeah. I teach sometimes. I write. I mean, it's just, I, I'm never, I never sleep. I'm never done. Yeah. I mean, it's never, just, never that's just life. I mean, you would like to think that, I don't know, that the windfall of money comes in. and But I don't know. I mean, I don't that's, know. that's so rare. And I it's know, so we rare. Know, we both know people who've had their movies made recently. Oh, my God, yes. Writers who've had Netflix yeah. deals and yep. movies in theaters. Yep, we I do. I know Close through Wattpad, I know a couple of people mm-hmm. who um, have had huge movie deals. And they're always sort of like, all right, what's the next gig? What's the, you know, what's the next yeah, thing? Yeah, it's How not over. It you're never done. No, you're never Unless done. Unless they gave you $80 million for the yeah. thing, you're not done making money. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, two stand-up comedians from Chicago. When I was when I lived in Chicago, and they were comedians, they were a comedy team. They went on to write the Santa Claus. Okay. Okay, and then there was the Santa Claus two and yes. the Santa Claus three. And this year, the Disney, there's a Santa Claus show yeah. with Tim. Allen. So these guys have continued to have a win from this one project. One idea. They've continued to have a windfall, yes. but that doesn't. That's not the norm. Um, I've met several authors through Wattpad who they had one great idea and one book that really just hit a nerve and it it took off and they've been able to, okay, now there's a sequel, there's another sequel. So that, yes, if you have that one idea, you can absolutely mine that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry to pull, we're sorry to pull the curtain back from the entertainment world, but but this is what happens. I I know so many working actors and they are working actors. They star on television shows for a living. Yeah. They're not done. They yeah. have to figure out what to do next. They have to figure out how to make money. Yeah. Now we know a guy. We're not going to mention his name, but he's yeah. Two of his movies. Yep. He's made tons of. You can mention his name. Is it a secret? Well, I don't know. I because what I'm going to say is, he's made tons of money from these two projects. Yes. But he he continues to work in as, he as, works as his in, day job. Yeah, he works his day job. It's yes. television. Produ- he's a producer on he's a on a on a, yeah. on a TV show. So I don't want to give his name out. No. But um, yeah, but he's. He's successful. He's made a lot of. He's made a yeah. ton of money. We like a, we would welcome that money. A girlfriend right now who uh, her movies just got shot in, in England. It's yeah. coming out soon, but she's not going to quit her job. No, no. I think that's the illusion. I think when you're young and you start off, you're like, yeah, I'm going to be a whatever, and that's going to be yeah. my job. And I'm like, oh, honey, that's going to be one of your. It's going to be one of your jobs. You're still. I mean, do that for yourself and do yes, that for your do creative it. outlet. Yes. Certainly, don't cut that part of yourself off. You know. Yeah. But. I know. Yeah. I don't think any young person wants to hear that, but it's no, that's just young reality. people don't want to hear it. <laughs> and then they'll prove us wrong anyway. Well, and then it, then they become a TikTok star next thing right. you know. They're like, I've ate, I made so much money. Like I have eight million followers. I don't need another job. You're like, I hate you. I hate you. You twenty yes. year old jerk child. Uh, <laughs> so what we're saying is, everyone's not going to be Ryan Reynolds. No. All right. No. That's what you need to know. And even Ryan Reynolds is probably like, oh, shoot, what if this ends? Yeah, he's got a vodka. He's got a ton of he's stuff. He's fine now. Like, he's now he's fine. got the vodka. He's good now. Owns a soccer team. Yeah. Oh, he does, uh, doesn't he? Yep. Okay, fine. Ryan Reynolds is fine. Ryan Reynolds is, he's going to be fine. <laughs> and he seems nice, so we're he's happy nice for him. Yeah. Yeah. I, here he's nice. I met him once. He was in a bad mood. But I, I don't hold that against people. Where did you meet him? Oh, God. I was a child. We were, we're the same age, me and Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was... 
I think we were both 21, and mm-hmm. I was waiting tables at a cafe in okay. West Hollywood, and he was in for the cast party of a movie he was starring in. And I just stared at him, and I thought, this jerk and I are the same age, and I'm getting him a cocktail, yeah. and he's starring in the movie. And he was in a terrible movie. But at that point, you never thought that he was going to be the Ryan Reynolds no, of right now. Thought, you never why thought. Why is this kid in such a bad mood? Like, I, we're the same age, and here he is. Like, they're throwing him this party for this movie. He's, yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, he's not going to win any Oscars for this movie. Right. So what, dude? You're in a movie. Starring in a movie. I don't know why he was in bad mood. The point is, Ryan, he's probably a really nice guy. I have not I think he's a really met nice him guy. since. Point is, A, if you meet somebody famous and they're in a bad mood, don't hold it against them. Everyone gets in a bad mood. Everyone's in a bad mood. But B, Ryan Reynolds doesn't doesn't need another job. Exactly. <laughs> All right, now this next artist you picked, um, not not the best uh, singer. Oh yeah, I wish she could sing. I wish. God, if only she had some range. I know. I wish she could, she could step hit the it up notes, a bit. If she would just be able to hit a note. She better pick it up, or she's going to lose her career. But this is a lady named Adele. Yes, it is. And the theme for this song is "Say Goodbye." Yes, it is. And the song you chose? A million years ago. Yeah. Man, Adele can sing. She can sing, man. It's crazy. Here we go. I only wanted to have fun Learning to fly, learning to run It's a little pitchy. I let my heart (laughs) decide the way When I was young Deep down I must have always known that this would be inevitable to earn my stripes I'd have to pay and bear my soul And she writes these songs too. She's not just the singer. She no. writes these songs. I mean, to be able to reflect on your life in that way. And she was like, what, 25? 25. It's from the album 25. I know. Okay. But do you want to ha- do you want to be able to reflect on your life at 25? Or you d- no. do you just want to be 25? I think, I, but I know, I think this is very common now because we have uh, my stepdaughter and, and your oldest yeah. child. They're yeah. about the same age. Mm-hmm. They're even though they're only, what, 22, they're really looking at their lives with oh, perspective that I did not Ezra have. is an old soul, yes. for sure. I mean, absolutely. Yes. And yeah. I think they're really aware of where they are in the world mm-hmm. and the way the world is going around them. And they're so and smart. They're way smarter smart than me. Kids. Way. And I feel like they didn't get a chance to be young and dumb. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think they wanted to be. No. They're... No. They're focused. They, I think they're realizing. That We're drinking margaritas out of a can, they really are. Rebecca. They're going to be drinking it out of a really nice glass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And I don't. Yeah. We, I mean, you know, you worry about your kids, but I, I really feel like Ezra is uh, knows. Yeah. Knows what's going on. You know what I mean? I think Ezra's known what's going on. For a long time. Young. For yeah. a long time. Yeah. 
All right. So the theme was say goodbye. This was so, I was so happy because my favorite band of all time is Cheap Trick. Yes. And they actually have a song called Say Goodbye. It's perfect. And I know you've never heard the song, but I, I don't know if I have. I'm hoping you'll like I've it. Not memorized. It's from 1997. So okay. probably not. No, I have not then. But I hope you like it. Okay. If you don't like it, just lie. I will. How does it feel to be better? I like the little tambourine in the background. Totally. How does it feel to be on your own? Tell me. They got to the chorus quickly, so yeah. I'll fade it down. That's good, though. I like that I've picked mostly songs by women, and you've picked mostly songs by men. So I feel like we're like yeah. we're having like the gender. It wasn't dynamic. it wasn't on purpose, and I do no. have a, I, I do have a woman coming up. I have but, men yeah. coming up. All right, cool. All right, <laughs> then we're, we're it's working. It's working. All right. The next theme is save the world. Save the world. And this is another one I found on the internet, Love and War by Flory. And I had to pick it because it's literally... Picked all these people that I can't pronounce their names. I don't know how to say it. Flory, like French, like Yeah, Flory. Yeah, like flowers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, the the, the lyrics were just sort of perfect. I was like, yeah, that's the Save the World song. I like that you're you're a musical family because I know your husband has a turntable and listens to vinyl. Our house is like the '70s. It's all records. It's all funky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fonzie lives upstairs. Oh no, that would be the '50s. Okay, Uh, Love and War. Here we go. I'm next in line in my surprise room. Is the third book, is it done? Oh, it's, it's, I haven't edited it. I haven't worked with the editor yet, okay. but I have written the book. And how is that process when you work with the editor? My editor is great. She's, she, she doesn't interfere if she doesn't feel like she has to. So, um, all, both of my first two books are very much intact from, from what I sent her. Okay. She really just cleans them up. She just, she just asks questions. She, it's, she really never says change this. She mm-hmm. says, why did you make that choice? Like, oh, I like this, that. And, and, and yeah. If she finds something that doesn't make any sense, she'll say something. But she's like, I feel like maybe this is confusing. I, 
uh, you know, do you want to keep this? But uh, she mostly stays, she mostly is very hands off, which I really like. She that's only nice. asks the question if there's something that she's like, I think this could be clearer. I think this could be tighter. But that's how she works with you because the writing is good. She might work with someone else a different way who really needs the help. Every author has their own process. I'm I've giving met, you a compliment. Thank you. And I appreciate it. Yeah. I've met incredible writers who their first draft is not done. It's just not done. And that's just yeah. their process. They have to do many, many drafts. Yeah. I tend to turn in a first draft that's kind of done. My my new book, the the new adult, the adult book that I just, that my agent signed me mm-hmm. with, um, she went out to editors with the book that I sent her. She did not change it, which is very rare, but she yeah. just liked that's it the good, way though. it was. That's good, though. That's good. I was really glad because that book is very tight and I didn't want her to mess with it. Again, the book is called Yesterworld. It comes out December 6th. You can pre-order it right now everywhere. So do it. And you got to pick up the... Like, I can't jump into this book without reading Downworld. Could I? You could. I tried to make this a standalone book, but it's really going to work better. It's going to work better if you read the other book. Yeah. You know. So there you go. Buy both books, Downworld and Yesterworld, and then you're going to get excited for the third book. please don't forget, you can get them from the library. I always want to remind people of that. And I... Authors make money. Don't you, buy it. No, no, I'm kidding. When you get a book from the library, authors make money off of that. I think sometimes people feel like, oh, I don't want to get it from the library. I want you to make money off of it. Yeah. We make money when you get it from the library. All right. So good, good. That's good to know. Go and you can get the ebook for Downworld already, and you will be able to get the ebook for Yesterworld. So if money's, t- I get it. Money is tight. I can't afford to buy yeah. all the books I want to buy. So do check out your library, see if they have it. I will have copies of this to give away. I contacted. Uh, Wattpad as I did when Downworld came out and they are sending books and I will hook up with Rebecca and get her to sign them yep. and um, and everything will be good. Everything's good. And you brought a book, uh, the book I'm looking at tonight, you brought for Rita. I gave Rita. that one for your daughter Rita, yeah. All right. I signed it for her. Let me see. Let me see what you wrote here. And you can see my horrible handwriting. Can you even read that? I, <laughs> I can read it. Dear Rita, thanks for having cool parents. <laughs> oh, that's nice with a smiley face. Yeah. And then I don't know what, Rebecca's, uh, I don't know, that, some squiggles. That's my good signature. Yeah. That's the one that's supposed to be legible. From what I hear, uh, your autograph or your signature, like on a book or an album or whatever, yeah. it shouldn't look like the way you very sign different. a check. It's very different. Yeah. Do not use your legal signature yeah. when you sign books. Right. Yeah. Although I think I use the same one. But no one's asking well, me to my sign legal anything. signature is completely illegible. So that one, like I, the idea was you can yeah. kind of make out the letters. You know when you have to like sign your name on like a touchpad? It's just a fucking mess. I know. It's just... Well, and mine's Scribble. a mess too because I use my married name. My maiden name is Rosenack. So I mm-hmm. started doing a signature years ago as Rebecca mm-hmm. Rosenack, Rebecca Rosenack. So is I that Jewish? My, it's very, it's Hungarian Jewish. Yeah. Do you, I'm sorry, keep going and then I'll jump in. No. So when I became Rebecca Phelps, it was like, oh God, I have to fix my signature. Like I have to put a P in there. Yeah. And were you happy to take the married name? You know, it's funny. I took it because no one could ever pronounce Rosenack. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll be a Phelps. I'll be like a, like a. Why not? I'll be like a European white lady. It'll be great. Everyone yeah. will love me. And that people, um, they know how to pronounce Phelps. They don't know how to spell it because it's P-H. P-H-E-L-P-S. I'm like, you know, like the sweater. See, I feel like that's the only way to spell it. I, I don't it's know. It's not with an F. Every time I tell people, I'm Rebecca Phelps, I have to say it's with a P-H and then they. Who would they spell it with an F? I don't I get don't it. Know. That would look stupid. I don't know. And you See, know, our son's name is Levon, like the Elton John song. Yes. Like, Levon. Who's in town tonight. a good man. I know. I know. We were going we we to get tickets and it didn't work out. Anyway, long story short, no one knows how to pronounce it. They think it's Levin. That's ridiculous. He's been called Levin his whole life. That's so and stupid. I was like, haven't you guys heard the Elton That's John so song? That's so stupid. Levon. <sighs> like, 
Yeah. So yeah, Pilar, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, she didn't, she wasn't going to take my last name, but uh, Pilar Alessandra is just, she has such a gorgeous, it's a beautiful name. name. Yeah. You don't want to be Pilar Dotson. That's also her professional name, isn't it? Yeah. 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 She had a, she, you know, had a profession before me. She has an amazing career. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't want her to take, I don't have any hangups about anything. I know. I I really don't. Whatever. Go with the flow. Okay. So the theme is save the world. Yes. I found a song by Bon Jovi called Save the World. Do it. Do it. I love Bon Jovi. Do it. From 2000, from the Crush album, a great album. Okay. It comes down to this. I wouldn't exist without you. Bon Jovi, big early crush right there. Like very early. Is he a bad boy though? I Wasn't he? Like wasn't that his whole thing? I think he's kind of, he, I think yeah, he was a bad boy. Like now a he's hot not. bad boy was kind of his thing. Yeah. In the music videos he was. What a handsome fellow. Very good looking man. Oh yeah. my God. I am a straight man. I like I the lady. I, I like the ladies. He's so good looking. <laughs> I mean, unbelievably. Like you look at Bon Jovi, you're like, mm, all right. Yeah. Doesn't make me want to no. have sex with him, but I'm just like, this guy's a good looking guy. He's a good looking guy. You can't deny it. Yeah. All right. Another artist whose name I cannot pronounce. I think I say it wrong. So again, I'm so sorry. I probably didn't like sad songs, but you know what? It's kind it's of fine. that kind of book. It's fine so because again, it's the, the it's the Empire Strikes Back, so it's good. I mean, this is the, the introspection. It, it brings us down, yes. so that the third book can bring us up. It literally is. If you think of it as the Empire Strikes Back, like yeah. this is where the hero looks deep within, yes, and yeah. says, "Do I like the person I see in the yep. mirror?" Like that's this book. Uh, this is for Save Yourself, and it's Blue Bucket of Gold by Sufian Stevens. Sufjan Sufian Sufian. I really don't know how to say I it. I think I've been saying it wrong. He's one of my favorite all-time singers, and I think I've been saying his name wrong for fifteen years. All right, so save yourself, save your. I can't save even say. Yourself. I can't even say yourself. Yeah. Uh, Blue bucket of gold by Sufjan Stevens. I don't know how to say it. Let's hear it though. We'll hear the song. Let the music do the talking.
Good song. It's so pretty. He's another one of those artists where you hear his song and you're like, oh, I know who that is. Like, yeah. It's such a distinctive sound. And I do not have a song for the theme, Save Yourself. Yeah. I do want to talk about Stefan Phelps, though, your husband. Yeah. I just want to tell you that my wife loves Stefan. He is her favorite. I know. Like the favorite. I know. Like it's Now, my wife has a brother. Yeah. But like if she could have another brother, yeah. she would want it to be Stefan. He feels the same way yeah. about her. That he, he really thinks of her as like a, a sister. Yeah. He doesn't have any sisters, so yeah. So there you go. Yeah. And like I have a I have a sister, but my friend Christy Stratton. Yeah, it's like the other sister. That's like my other like that's the sister I'd rather spend time oh, with. Oh I hope your other sister didn't hear that. <laughs> they don't listen to this. They don't even fucking know this exists. Okay. Six hundred and seventy five episodes is fucking care less. Oh gosh. They don't even know. Been doing this for twelve years. Can I, tell, I love my brother so much, but I dedicated Downworld to him because you did. it's kind of about him. It's about a girl losing her brother at a young age. He's he's still alive. Is the de- is the dedication in here? Uh, Yesterworld is dedicated to. Oh, oh okay. Downworld, Stefan. But you have to understand. Yes, for Stefan who found me. <gasps> Stefan will never read. Yes, like he doesn't read books. <laughs> so I dedicated my first book to my brother, who mm-hmm. I know for a fact did not read it. And then I dedicated the second book to my husband, who I can tell you for a fact will never read it. <laughs> who gets the dedication on the next book? Oh, gosh. If you I want people that gonna... aren't going to read it, then dedicate it to me. Honestly, I might dedicate it to my, to my mom and my dad. That'd be nice. But I know they will read it because they actually your kids? Ah, something down the you line. Know, that's a really good point. Another have, thing down the I, line. I'm going to give them, one of my other books will be for them. Here's the thing. Yeah. Your parents are, uh, they're not old. I don't even know them. Oh, but yeah. they give it to them while they yes. while they can appreciate ca- it. While they're here, I'm going to give. While them, they're here, yeah. now speaking of books, I'm going to pull the curtain back. Okay. Oh, oh, wait. There's a. You guys have to. There's a red we curtain. Actually We're literally curtain. pulling okay. the curtain back. So that's my collection of rock and roll biographies. There is a really bitchin' collection of rock and roll biographies. I've read about seven of those. What? Yes. Why don't you read those books? Like, I, I, like when I get one, I'll leaf through and Is I'll spot. Is a man thing? Do you guys not read? Because Stefan will read nonfiction. He won't read fiction. Yeah, I, I bought a fiction book, a, a Stephen King book called The Sun Dog, and it was thin. Yeah, it was thin. you didn't read it. I, I got like 50 pages in and I just. You guys, books are good. I don't understand. I love, I love uh, nonfiction. You know what I realized, though, is women. Um, Take a look at that. Like when I've. <laughs> It's a beautiful collection of books you'll never read. Like, I, none I of them have a creased. I've read like spot, seven of them. Wondering what My friend like. Mike Siegel, who co-hosts this podcast with me, me uh, a lot, he borrows them. He reads them, so they have been read. So my husband and I were talking about erotica because women love to read <laughs> erotica books, okay. and men like to watch erotica film. We've taken a turn here. I'm sorry, podcast. we were uh, having rock this solid after dark. <laughs> but my step, my husband could not understand why women read books about that. And I was like, oh, we love books about that. And he yeah. was like, why? When you could watch it on a screen? Like, it's a completely <laughs> different mindset. Yeah. We like to visualize it for ourselves. Men do this and ladies do that. <laughs> Airplane food. <laughs> All right. What are we, where are we at now? Uh, save yourself. We did save yourself. And I didn't have anything for that. So. I know. I'm sorry. That was a sad. I love Sufjan Stevens, but God, he really will take you down a path right. of just like, I'm so sad now. Here we go. Lose innocence. Okay. This is one of my absolute favorite artist and one of my absolute favorite songs and if you haven't heard it this song it will transport you right. do you know this song i do not know this song from this 2015 this song is so good this is the lose innocence song all right and this is you want to tell say this what the song is the night we met by lord huron all right here we go not lord that's no, a different artist this lord is lord huron 
Yeah. Is it Huron or Huron? It's Huron, like Lake Huron. Huron, I guess. Okay. Huron. Like the like one of the Great Lakes. See, like I pick people like Bon Jovi. We know how to say that. And you're picking people I can't. I'm sorry. I'm really hard. I'm really I'm tough with names. hipper than you are. You have to understand. That's true. Well, you're a lot younger than me. I'm not. You are young. You're, you're a ton younger than me. Yeah, a little bit. Yes. Not even a little bit. How old are you? Show me with your fingers. Okay. You ready? Yeah. This. Okay. And then this. All right. Yeah. I'm 12 years older than you. Okay. I could literally be. You're my older not, brother. Yeah, you not your dad. I couldn't brother. be your dad, but I could yeah. be your brother. All right, here we go. The Night We Met by Lord Huron. I gotta, and I got to be honest with you, uh, I haven't really eaten much today, so this oh, one eat. margarita in a can is yeah. kind of kicking my ass. Do you want food? No, no, I'm just saying, like I don't that. have to go anywhere, I don't have to drive or anything. No, it's totally fine. I'm, I'm like having the margarita and having the water. You're having water yeah, too. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm... Have you eaten today? I did, I had a, tur- I had a sandwich, I had a turkey sandwich. A turkey sandwich? So that I wouldn't be hungry for All this. Right. All yeah. right, Yeah. Uh, this is more fun in person, right? No, it's so much more fun. It's so much more fun. I know. Like, I was hoping you wouldn't go, are we going to do it through Zoom? Cause I'm thinking, no. no. I'm so sick of Zoom. I can't do so it anymore. So sick of it. No, it's totally fine. Yeah. I have so, a bunch of I have a bunch of podcasts that I've banked that were done on Zoom. Yeah. But in person, it's so much more it's fun. so much more fun. No, yeah. it's just, I think everyone is sort of sick of Zoom. I know. So yeah. that song, like one of the themes of this book is really, of the whole trilogy, is regret and redemption, mm-hmm. regret and redemption. And Just you, like life. Like life. And, you, you know, the idea of going back in time and fixing the thing that went wrong, fixing the the accident that took your brother away, fixing right. whatever it is that took your life off track. Um, and I think a lot of us have that idea of, oh, yeah. gosh, if only this one thing had gone differently, you know? Right. Um, so that song, I just heard it, and I was like, that universal idea of if I could just go back to that yeah. night and fix the thing I did wrong. Do you uh, do you have regrets as a person? No, I don't either. No, I just I mean, I don't. I think I have just, things I wanted to go differently at the time. Yeah, I I, I know things that I that that um oh if I would have done that maybe this would have happened but I didn't do that but I don't like I don't lose sleep over it I'm like well I always say like once you have kids you don't play the what if game anymore yeah because any what if you wouldn't have your kids so yeah. Once you meet your love of your life, once you meet the kids, yeah. once you do the thing, you're like, you know what? I hate to say everything happens for a reason because that just yeah. feels so cloying and cliched. Right. But um, the things that didn't work out, if they had worked out, I wouldn't have met my husband. Right. Yeah. So and you wouldn't have. I wouldn't have my kids. Luna and Levon. Nope. No. Yeah. I don't want to even imagine that life. And I don't. Anymore. And I don't even. Um, 
I don't, <laughs> I don't look back, but I also don't look ahead. Like I always tell people, I go, today's the day. Yeah. Today is the day. And today I woke up and I was like, oh, I need to do these things. And Rebecca's coming over and we're going to do this. And then I'm going to probably I'm, watch, hang out with Pilar and we're going to take a walk. And today's the day. Yeah. You're going to walk with your wife. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't look too far ahead and I, and, and I don't look back. I'm because, trying so hard to live in gratitude. Yeah. 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 I just live, I like, boom. I've always tried to be, this is the day. This is Let's it. see what the day is going to bring. I know. Taylor Swift has that song called Champagne Problems. Mm -hmm. And every time I think of my problems, I'm like, Rebecca, that's <laughs> that's not a real problem, buddy. You're fine. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, everyone has problems. Yeah. Every single person has problems. But it's how you deal with it I and know. how, you know, how I you know. get through. This Very could be great. the uh, margarita talking. This, You know what? The margarita's telling the truth. <laughs> All right, Lose Innocence. I found a song that's just called Innocence okay. by Avril Lavigne yep. from 2007 from what I think is her best album. It's my favorite album of hers. It's called The Best Damn Thing. Okay. So here's Innocence. So safe, not a single tear The first time in my life And now it's so clear Feel calm, I belong I'm so happy here It's so strong and now I let myself be She sounds like Alanis, like Alanis Morissette. Yeah, and she will, she will tell you that that's a big influence on her. You Alanis can hear Morissette. it. Yeah. yeah. Which is, listen, if yeah, you're going to from Canada, they're both from Canada. That Canadian. Now, if you're going to be influenced by a rock and roll girl, like, exactly. go Alanis, go for yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Uh, Avril just has bad taste in men. I think she just married her third ex husband. You know? So. It, I, I feel for her. I do. I get yeah. it. It's the bad boy thing. Were you, uh, before Stefan proposed to you, were you ever proposed to before? God, no. All right. No, what do you I, mean, God, no? The guys I dated before my husband. <laughs> oh, my. I, I can't even. Like, it, every, they were the guy. Let me, this is, every woman is going to know what I'm saying. Every time I left one of their houses, mm -hmm. I never knew if I was going to see them again. <laughs> And some of them I'd been dating I for bet, a couple years. I bet Pilar would say that exact same yes. thing. Where like, and some of them literally, it had been a couple years. And mm -hmm. every time I left their house, I thought, I wonder yeah. if I'll ever see him again. Yeah. And I wasn't sure until I met my husband. And then I was like, he's not going anywhere. I love him. He's the one. Uh, and how long have you been married now? 13 years. 13 years. Yeah, yeah we're, we're 24. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It went fast. People go... You haven't been married 24 years. I go, Ezra's 22, so yes, we have been. It happens fast. I mean, I met Stefan in 2007. We got married a year and a half later. A year after that, we had a baby. Mm -hmm. And a year, two years after that, we had another baby. So we'd yeah. known each other for four years. Yeah. And we were married with two kids. Yeah. Because we just knew. We just knew. And do you know friends that have, have there been friends that have been married and divorced through 
your time with Stefan? Thankfully, we haven't had too many divorces. Mm. What we do have a lot of are very good friends who are in lifelong committed relationships who knew that they didn't want to do the marriage and kids thing. That was not their thing. We know so many people that are, you know, in our age range that have never been married and don't have kids. And, but I wouldn't want that. I honestly, having kids, I can tell you, if you are not 100% sure you want to be a parent, oh, yeah. don't. It's a deal breaker. Kids. Also, when, when you got together with Stefan, you have to talk about that beforehand because yes. it's a deal. It's a major I, deal breaker oh, for me. Like, my husband just told me he doesn't want to have kids. I'm like, you got married before you, got you, married had, that before you had that conversation? Because, I mean, yes. that's a deal breaker. That's the biggest not, one. Because what's going to happen is you're going to have kids. And then the person that didn't want to have kids is not going to want to really help out or do the stuff. I mean, Stephanie and I talked about a couple. It was literally like, where are we going to live? L.A. Mm-hmm. Do you want to have kids? Yes. He already had, obviously. My yeah. Now he, yes. So like, he was married before and he kids? had kids. So he he's was like, yes, I would love to have more kids. Uh, because he wanted to have kids with then, you. Are you religious was the other one because he's Catholic and I'm Jewish. And right. Neither of us are religious. No. So it's like, same, you know same here. Catholic and Catholic Jewish. Catholic and Jewish. So I think we're like, we're good. That, yeah. Those are the big ones. <laughs> do you do you do Hanukkah and have a Christmas tree? We do tree? everything. We do everything. We do everything. I think it's, it's great. The menorah's lit in one room. The tree is in the yeah, other. Yeah, the tree's on it's fire great, in the other room. you have to get so many presents. We just give, uh, they they just get like uh, a couple of bucks every night. I screwed up when they were little you because I presents? wanted them to do Jewish. Like I wanted them yeah, to, you wanted to really to be do real. it and not just, because Christmas takes over. Like yeah. Christmas, it, it's hard to compete Are you, Christmas. Were you bat mitzvahed? Oh yeah, I'm a bat mitzvah. I am a bat mitzvah, excuse me. When was the last time you were at the temple, like serious temple? I haven't been inside a temple in 15, 20 years, right. but I can still do the prayers. I yeah, it's, in, Hebrew, it's yeah. in your head. It's, once you, you know, know the prayers. I was an altar boy for 18 years. Yes. Not 18 years, until I was 18. Stephen went to CCD, and he's still, I don't even know what CCD stands for. It's a Catholic whatever, the, the Sunday school that he had to go to. But, yeah. he but what does a, CCD stand for? I don't even know. Confirmation. I don't know. He had such a traumatic experience being a Catholic child that he still like um, has like a physical reaction when he like sees priests or thinks about going to a church. Did like, he have a, did, was there a, something oh God, happened? No, no. He, the priests were so mean. They were mean to him. I, I will have to tell you this. I... The priests in my small town, Hollidaysburg, PA, were so nice. Like oh, we would nice. go, this is going to sound, this is going to sound freaky and crazy now that we know about priests now. Yeah. We used to go, because the priests lived in, they called it the rectory, which yeah. is next yeah. to the church. And we would go to the priests, re- to the rectory, and we would play board games with the priests. And it wasn't. Not weird. There was, there was, yeah. no look. If there was anything weird happening with any of the priests that I came in contact with, I didn't know about it. Nothing happened to me. And they probably were. They were probably nice guys. They're, they were nice and they guys. they realized that a lot of kids just need a father. Like, if you're not yeah. a weird, creepy, yeah. whatever, then it's lovely to be a father right. figure to somebody. And I think they probably knew that if anything happened with me, I would 100% be telling. Yeah. I was... Well, and that's... Not to take this podcast in another direction, but yes. they, they prey on the kids who they know have no one to tell. Exactly, it's exactly. Terrible. And I would have been like, whoa. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was a very vocal kid. You would have told you, even back then. to the future hating parents. Easy, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. What is going on? But yeah, I... Yeah, every... That's um terrible. Yeah. Now, that said... How did we get onto this? <laughs> I just jump around to stuff. I just I just try to make interesting conversations <laughs> as we go along. nothing to do with my book. Nothing I swear. to do with your book. There's nothing. This about is how the this. show goes. It's In just yes a conversation. It's a free form conversation, <laughs> and I 
And, you know, I just like to talk about anything that happens or comes up. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, so uh, that said, when all the pedophile priest stuff came out, I'm so done with it. So done. It's hard to um, accept the beautiful parts of religion without being aware of the parts that are so great. Yeah, and I think you know, as as a Jewish person, I can say that, and I know it's true for my yeah. for Catholic people. I, it's true for everyone. I think where you just yeah. have to embrace the parts that are meaningful and yeah. beautiful for you. And when people say, you know, and look, I don't not, I do not like Scientology at all. But when people like say stuff about Scientology, I'm like, you know, at one point every religion was just around for I mean, fifty years. Everything's Every, a cult. Everything's a cult. That one is particularly yeah, a that's cult. Extra culty. If you think about it, anything that you're like. Deeply committed to where it becomes your whole personality. Yeah. It's, it's a cult. It's a cult. That's kind of what a cult is. It's a cult. All right. Let's move on. What a, what a, what a nice segue into find peace. Oh, okay. So the next- The theme is yes, find theme peace. the theme is find peace. I wasn't going to play any Taylor Swift because I think people are like, yeah, I got it. I got it. Like, she's brilliant. I got it. But this she, song, well, wait a minute. She is kind of brilliant. She's a genius. I mean- And I want to be like, she's so popular that I want to be like, I'm too cool to like her because she's too popular. Yeah. Like you want to get woman, to the point to where you like turn against her. But you can't. The poetry, the way this woman's brain works. It's unbelievable. Is weird and scary to me. I don't understand how one person can have this brain. Yeah. Uh, At at such a young age. I mean, she's, she's, what, 32? She's so young. I hate her. Anyway. Unbelievable. She's like an angel. She looks like angelic. There's something going on in that woman's brain. I think she's, it's it's not normal, but. um, I would vote for her for president. I don't want her to be the president. I want her to keep writing songs. Right. Um. But, I would but the her. entire ever, whatever it was, ever, ever more folklore, uh, folklore, the lyrics and then recording her, recording her past albums. Well, first of the business uh, acumen I, I, of this person. It's just incredible. I mean, she just did a, she did a YouTube live conversation where she was talking with a journalist about mm. how folklore came to be. And on the side of it, she's like selling crypto. Like mm-hmm. this woman is a businesswoman. It's insane. I don't know how her brain. Anyway, the point right. is. Uh, the new album is really, really good. I love her new album. There's a song. It's on a grower, it. though. It, it doesn't grab you at first. No, at first, I was like, "Oh, this isn't folklore." But yeah. you know what? I was like, "This is just her brilliant poetry yeah. telling us where she's at in life." And, and sometimes the best albums are the ones that you have to listen to. Yes. Ten, a few twenty times. times, and then you're like, "Oh, I know." And you would I think someone it. who's that rich and famous wouldn't have anything relatable to talk about right. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. You hear her songs, you're like, no, I, I'm right there with I get you, it. honey. I totally get it. And I know so many uh, 50-year-old men who are like, I relate to these albums, I too. I relate it's crazy. to this idea that it's the middle of the night and I'm not sure if I like myself. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay, she has a song on the new album called You're On Your Own Kid, which is my favorite one on the new album. And I think it just completely sums up that idea that you've launched out on your mm-hmm. own in life and you're realizing there's no safety net. Yeah. Here we go. You're on your own, kid. Summer went away. Still the yearning stays. I play it cool with the best of them. I wait patiently. He's gonna notice me. It's okay. We're the best of friends. Anyway, I hear it in your voice. You're smoking with my phone as it fits your face I didn't choose this town I dream of getting out 
Party with bodies. I mean, and it's <laughs> and it works. And it's after I don't know how long she's been recording now. Fifteen years. Yeah. It's still a media event when she releases anything because she makes it a media event. She's in a stratosphere that no one else. It, is it, in. No, I no. mean, she tried to have a concert and it broke the internet. <laughs> uh, it's it's insane. It's insane. Um, now your parents are still with us. My parents are still with us. So a song like "You're on Your Own, Kid." I don't think yeah. you feel like that until your parents have passed. Even though you're on your own, yeah. you pay your rent, you raise your kids, you're married, same as me. Yeah. But I think once your parents die, pass, that's when you really feel like yes. you're on your own. It kid. doesn't matter how old you are, you are on your yeah, own. Cause you can, yeah, because you can, you can call your parents and, yes. you know, if you said, we need to come live with you, they would probably say yes. For you don't me, want to have to do that as no. an adult person. This song for me, when I heard it, was about trying to create a career. And yes, you'll never be homeless, thank God. If, right. you, if you have a family you can yes. go to, then yes, thank yes. God, there is a safety net. But no one's going to give you that career. And right. she has it in the next verse, she says, I gave my blood, sweat, and tears for this. And it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. Because, you know, it's years and years of working on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no promises. Right. You're getting emotional right now. I am so emotional because that <laughs> song really hit me when I heard it. There are so like, many Taylor Swift songs that make me tear up. I know. It's like, how did you do this, how did Taylor you do Swift? This, Taylor? But um, <laughs> I hate you. Uh, this idea that you, and I think it comes back to what we were saying earlier that when you're a kid, you think, I'm going to be a writer, I'm going to be an actress. Yeah. And I'm good. There's going to be a before. And an after. Right. There's going to be, I'm trying to make it, and then there's going to be, I am famous. Yeah. And the reality is, the whole journey is the in-between. Yeah. And no one's there to help you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, as a kid, I always thought, well, I thought, I want to be on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I would like to be on Saturday Night Live. I'm not on Saturday Night Live. I wasn't on Saturday Night Live. And then I think, but then you think... Well, did I do everything possible that I could possibly do to achieve that goal? No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I became I did stand up comedy for six years. You know. But yeah, you really have to. Uh, you have to be laser focused. Yes, and you have to really and never quit. Yes, and it can only be that. But and I wanted know, to have other things. Life you know what takes I mean? You in other directions. I mean, when I yes. quit acting. There was a part of me because I'd only wanted to be an actress my whole Look, life. And I could have done everything possible and still not achieved that goal. Exactly. But I'm saying that I didn't do everything I could have done. Yeah. You know? And it's and, and I'm okay your with life took and, you in and another I'm okay direction. with admitting that. I don't feel like a failure. You're not a failure. You yeah. lived your life. Yeah. And you know, I was saying like I could have continued to try to be an actress. I yeah. could have kept doing that and nothing else. Right. I didn't want to be 40, 45, 50 trying to be an actress. Trying. It, it, that wasn't yeah. my journey. For some women, for some people, it is. that's like, yes. And I, that's good that's for them. Goal. If that's what you want to do, fantastic. And frankly, if you do it that long, you'll eventually probably make it. Right. But I wanted to do other things. That wasn't yeah. my only goal right. at that point. By then, it right. wasn't my only goal. Yeah. Because I wanted to write. And now and I'm now looking I've, at a book. And now you've got the book I wrote. Uh, and I'm holding it. Look at this. Yeah. I'm shaking. That's the noise a book that's, makes. That's the noise of my book. That's the sound of one book clapping. <laughs> All right. So we are at Find Peace. Yeah. Do you have a song for Find Peace? I just typed in peace. Yeah. And then a song that I like by the cult came up called Peace Dog. Okay. And the cult rocks. 
Okay. And they're still there. If I have a um, if I have a, a bucket list of concerts, I still haven't seen the cult. So here we go. Okay. Peace dog. All right, now, this is the part of the show where we only have one more song to play, and that's going to be our playout song. Oh, my gosh. And we can talk about it. Yeah. The theme is, where are my notes? Where are my notes? The theme wait is for Wait for Tomorrow. Yeah. So the third book is We Go Into Tomorrow, The Door to Tomorrow. Yes. So it seemed fitting to end this with Wait for Tomorrow to come. And the song you chose has nothing to do with the other songs, but this is when I put the book up on Wattpad, uh, the first draft, I ended it with this song. With like, I, I, I put a little link to this music video at okay. the end of it because cool. I was like, this is the song that the character is listening to at the very end of this book. The artist is Casey Musgraves. Yes, it is. And the song is Rainbow. And that'll be our playout song. But before we do that, yeah. we have to do promotion. Where can we find you on the internet? I am on Instagram, Rebecca Phelps Writer. I am on TikTok, Rebecca Phelps Author. Mm-hmm. They, they did it. They dragged me onto TikTok. They did it. I'm on Wattpad at Gemini Rosie. Uh, but if you, if you just go on Wattpad and you look up Downworld, you will find my book and you'll find the trilogy. I think that's it. Where else am I on the internet? You that's on it. Twitter? Oh, God, no. I hate that. <laughs> I, well, I have a Twitter account. I yes, have, you Downworld do have a Twitter Novel account. Downworld Novel is my Twitter account. Downworld, and I literally am almost never on there. People follow me on there and I'm like, don't follow me here. Follow me on Instagram. This was even before Elon, even mm. before the drama. I right. just was like, I hate this hellhole of a site. But I, I'm torn. Like I think there's a lot of really positive things to Twitter, like in terms of the way it lets people communicate right. in real yeah, time. Yeah, in real time. Yeah. yeah. And there's no other social media that lets people just really have a, a right now conversation. It's true. It's true. Um, so it is. It would be very sad to me if it dies, but it looks like it's dying. I know. Well, until Twitter does end, we are at Rock Solid Show. You can go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. And you can go to patreon.com forward slash rocksolidpodcast if you want to monetarily support the show. For example, one of the tiers is the $5 a month tier, and that's where you become a member of the ASAP Club. And the ASAP Club will hear this episode probably tomorrow, while the rest of you will have to wait till December 8th. But that's how it is. December 6th, Yesterworld will be released. You can pre-order it now. And I want you to pre-order it now and also buy Downworld. And there'll be two books back to back. And then you'll be so excited for the third book. And then when it becomes a TV show, you'll be like, I read those books. And I remember this Rebecca Phelps from the Rock Solid Podcast. And it's so cool. I feel like I'm an insider. So that's what's going to happen. Yes.
Rebecca, thank you for being here in person. Thank you for coming here. I appreciate it. Thank you for drinking uh, margaritas out of a can. And with that, our playout song for today is Rainbow from the album Golden Hour, 2018, Casey Musgraves. Great song. Thank you, Rebecca. Yeah.